Welcome to the Goracom podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Goracom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put on important news. And guys, important news is an understatement. This is global uh, macro uh, macro war news that, that, that's come out of Dragonfly. It's unbelievable. With us to talk about it, you can see him on the screen, Cameron Shell, who's the chairman and CEO, trades on both the NASDAQ and in Canada under the stock symbol DPRO. For those of the story, because you might have seen the big news, the, the company's ticker symbol scrolling across CNBC, Bloomberg, and other networks as the stock was up over 90% in pre-market trading today. And you're wondering, who are these guys? Here's what you need to know, a great, powerful summary. They're established in 1998 and considered the oldest commercial drone company in, in the world. Now, as the global UAV leaders in hardware, software, logistics, and services, Dragonfly isn't your recreational drone company. Uh, they're an award-winning industry leader with tier one clients serving industries like top, you know, top, top companies, top enterprises, and global law enforcement. And I got to tell you, so many industries, we can't even uh, go through them all, but all of them having a massive impact. For example, they've developed a robust vaccine delivery payload for use in critical regions by drone to deliver these uh, into critical regions. They've also developed drone-based AI solutions for landmine detection. And that's just a microcosm of all the different amazing applications they put out more than just lip service, their last for, for, for their last financial report, their nine months ended September 30th, $5.4 million in revenue, up 88% compared to the last year. And listen to this headline. This is what we're talking about. This is massive. Dragonfly receives order for critical life-saving drones from revived soldiers Ukraine for immediate deployment to the Ukraine. Unbelievable. Cam, welcome back, my friend. Thanks, George. Thanks uh, so much for having us and always being so kind. Well, look, usually you and I have a lot of fun and we're going to have some fun on this here, but this is actually okay. a very, very serious topic, right? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, as the world as the world watches what's going on in the Ukraine, so many of us seem feel helpless. In fact, I was at a dinner last night. I'm on vacation right now. We're at dinner where people are saying, how do we help? What can we do? You guys uh, are, are taking action. Before we discuss the details, right, what you guys are going to do, uh, how big is this for the company? How important is for Dragonfly, its brand, for the company, for its entire ecosystem to be to be a, to be providing this kind of help to Ukraine soldiers? Well, uh, the fact that we get to do what we get to do uh, uh, in support of humanitarian um, solutions is it's the ethos of the whole company. Uh, you know, in 2013, we were the first uh, drone to save a human life, and that drone sits in the Smithsonian today, and um, uh, and and now today we've got advanced uh, technology on these drones that's, that will be allowing the delivery of medicines, pharmaceuticals, blood, insulin, you know, all the things that they can't get into these zones uh, by foot or all the things that where people are cut off or to people who are injured. And you and, and there's no better use. Like I, you know, there's all kinds of cool things to do with drones, but 
like seriously, in our heart of hearts, there's nothing more important to us than, than saving. You know, our, our thing is that, you know, we save, you know, time, money, and lives. Well, you know, time's super important and, and you know, money's what it's, it's important, but, but when you have an opportunity to save lives and to work with an organization like this, using our advanced technology, it, it has huge implications for us. Um, you know, our cult, culturally, it has implications for us. We get to be a part of doing some of the right things in the world. Um, but it is also pushing our product line. Uh, we did we did not plan to have this product line live until this summer. Now we've been testing it, you know, in Texas for the last year through with EMS in Texas and doing uh, drone deliveries, night flights, all the rest of it. So the product was ready to go. But uh, but when the call came to set and and the scenario was laid out of why they needed this particular type of drone in this situation, uh, we just put everything, all tools went down and went focused on this, and and we're delivering them their product and and their logistics. Man, how big of a problem do you think you guys are solving? Because look, clearly we can all imagine that there are soldiers, like you said, they're cut off. They're in areas that they they can't get help. Look, you can't send an ambulance through the streets of Ukraine. That's just that's just not going to work anymore, right? So how how big of a problem do you think you're solving uh, with, with with this solution? Yeah, it's interesting that you say ambulance because Revive Soldier Ukraine, uh, they just uh, just a few weeks ago, they purchased um, 11 ambulances and uh, and sent them into into zone and and they're, and they're and they're effective but they're not they're not necessarily effective in the most critical areas so you know how effective will this be it's going to save somebody's life and the whole program is worth that like who knows how many lives it could save who knows what impact it will have who knows what we'll all learn from it uh, who knows how it will change uh you know the face of of the theater uh, of the combat theater and 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 how injured combatants or injured civilians get treated or how well they can get responded to uh and how quickly i i think there's going to be so much to be learned uh and it, it will be game changing um but listen somebody's life's going to be safe so who cares what it costs let's just do it um the ukraine's almost a we didn't know this until this this conflict broke out but apparently they're they're incredible drone uh drivers or flyers right remote drone flyers who's going to be talk to us about the practical side of this how does this get deployed you deliver the drones do they need to train on them for a certain amount of time uh you know and then are they the ones running the program yeah so uh certainly at present they have enough experienced drone pilots to uh to handle this initial order um, we do expect, however, that this order will grow sizably because we think the impact is going to be, uh, you know, and we hope the impact is going to be, uh, um, you know, just obvious. And so in that case, uh, you know, a training program uh, will be put in uh, place, it's some, likely something that we would do in Poland or, or something uh, for the for the very experienced drone pilots that they do have inside of this organization already. Um, you, you know, the, they, they, they'll be able to fly these drones without much problem. And certainly we've got virtual training and some things that are going on with them uh, along that lines. Um, but but we have made considerations and have some preliminary plans in place that as the order size grows and as the success of the program uh, demonstrates itself that uh, that training over in some of the NATO countries might be uh, might be appropriate. Do you have any understanding of potentially how soon these could deploy these could be deployed? Uh, there's there's three that are shipping right now. There's uh, another 10 that uh, that are coming off the line, you know, inside of the next week or two. And um, uh, you know, and we're we're gearing for hundreds more. We're we're we're, we're kind of rejigging some resources uh, in order to get as many there as uh, as possible. You know, the incredible th thing about drones is um is is they're 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 amazingly inexpensive compared to what they do. So if you if you think about um 
you know, trying to find somebody in rubble and the amount of people and manpower it takes and what you can do with, uh, you know, a search and rescue drone that has a thermal camera on it and, uh, you know, how much, how many man hours and how many hours it, it, and you can, and you can determine with the, with the software on our particular drones, you could determine the vital signs of that person. So you, you can actually triage who you should be searching and rescuing. If you think about having to get one of the big calls right now is getting insulin into certain areas, uh, in particular for kids that can't get insulin. And so, uh, I mean, you, so, so you fly, you know, the, the cost of sending a human in or trying to drive a vehicle in to do that, right, is, it, and which is how it's done now, <clears throat> is tremendous. And so if you can fly drones into those areas, land them within feet of where they need to be and get them taking off again. And, and you know, the one question I get is, you know, well, what if it gets shot down or, or knocked down or like, so what? So somebody got their insulin, somebody got that blood they needed, like send another drone. Like you can send hundreds of these things. You can send thousands of these things. You know, you can't, you can't send thousands of volunteers, you know, to get that one package of insulin or, the, or that critical blood into a situation. So it, again, I think this is and really this time game matters, right, Cam? This is just time matters, uh, right? You're, this isn't George it's, it's needs a real book time. and Cam needs a DVD. This is George needs insulin, Cam needs blood. And we need to get the, we need to get there as fast as humanly possible. Absolutely. And, and so, you know, so what if you're, so if your failure rate, it won't be 50%, but if your failure rate was 50%, it would still be the by far greatest, I hate to think in terms of ROI, but it would be the by far greatest return on investment in terms of, of, of equipment and manpower in for, for a result gained. Like it's, you know, this is, uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how this unfolds. And we're really excited to see how the product works. And we're, and, and we're super proud to be a part of, of people that are brave enough to be moving this forward aggressively. How did Revive Soldiers Ukraine, A, find Dragonfly and decide Dragonfly is the, is the partner for us? Because they must have scoured the entire planet, right, uh, to look yeah. for the best possible solutions. How they find us and how they, how they make that determination that this is it, these are the guys. Yeah, so um, it, it actually ended up coming through some, uh, you know, they did some research and they were looking at, at, a, at a number of companies and basically they had been imploring people on their site to even just go to Amazon, right, and and buy DJI drones with thermal kits on them and, and send them over, right, like just they just needed anything on these search and rescue um, operations uh, to help. And, um, and so and so they were doing that. But um, uh, the, the reality is those DJI drones, uh, which are, uh, you know, uh, uh, Chinese, well, they're Chinese made, and uh, there's, and, and, and so they're security compromised. So, and so we, we have footage of Chinese drones being targeted. And, um, and well, you've seen it, George. Um, and, seen the video. and so there, so it's like, all of a sudden, they're like, hey, we, we, I mean, we want to use North American drones. Uh, originally, they came to us because we had this particular type of package that could deliver 35 pounds of medical goods. Right. I mean, we specifically designed it. It's top loaded. You can get access to it quickly. It's temperature controlled, so you can put blood in it. So that was the requirement they were initially looking for. And, and you know, we're really the only ones that do that right now. And so that's how they came across us. Uh, but then since the, um, the apparent knowledge that the Chinese drones are being easily targeted, um, you know, and, and relief workers and such who are using it are, you know, then being shelled then they've, there's no more Chinese drones. So they've got this immediate need for thousands of drones and thousands of them. And um, so uh, we're, doing, we're doing our best to meet that call. And, um, and so, so we were sending over our medical relief drone and we're sending over our search and rescue drones. In terms of, in terms of functionality, obviously it's going to be delivering payload, but 
again, using going back the example, going back the example of George, you know, getting delivery of a book or something like that. You know my address, but here, George the soldier is somewhere in this area. So, is it delivering payload, but also search and rescue? What are the different kind of functionality that uh, that these drones are going to be are going to come equipped with? Yeah, so there's two basic setups. There's uh, one drone that's really just all about delivery. So it has a payload box on top. It's temperature controlled. So you can take medicines, pharmaceuticals, blood, etc. And um, and it's really it's really coordinated to to get sent to either, you know to a GPS spot or a general location or uh, or such. And of course, you know there you know you can fly by wire. You don't need to have visual line of sight. So there's lots more options to be able to get drones into areas. You don't necessarily have to have a spotter. You, if you've got some comms. You know, you, you can, you know, people are just going to do their best, uh, you know, between between visual GPS and and uh, comms, you know, to get these drones as close to to a location uh, as possible. And uh, and that's on the delivery side. The search and rescue side is a bit more not necessarily frontline type work is probably a bit more, you know, where there's shelling has happened and uh, and they need to actually, you know, use the thermals and or use the vitals on there to, to see how many survivors are there. Are there survivors there? Hey, was there anybody in that building? You know, so, you know, imagine trying to go and walk a building that's just been shelled or put a drone up, right? And run thermals across the whole thing for five minutes. You get, you get a much better sense of where you need to deploy your resources or if anybody's in there or if they're alive. And so two, two different types of um, use cases. The one thing we'll be able to quantify going forward, and I almost, I almost don't want to ask you now is, is the you know we're shareholders at the end of the day you're a public company you're you're a commercial enterprise is what this is going to be worth the company in terms of revenue maybe i'll ask you that later but the one thing i'd like you to be able to quantify for all of us now that you can't just see, you can't see on a balance sheet or an income statement is what's what's the reaction you heard or your team heard from revive soldiers ukraine the group in terms of how much is going to help them you know the relief they feel that they're going to have this kind of a tool uh, accessible to them to help soldiers and people. Maybe you can help us because that that's the real global humanitarian uh, story right now that I want to get across. Yeah, they, um, you know, I think two words. Uh, one, one is um, hope. Yeah. Hope and gratitude, you know. It's got to <laughs> feel great, Cam. It's got to feel great knowing that man you've always said this from the beginning before a lot of people even knew who dragonfly was right but the humanitarian tide side was so important to you you already did the landmine detection the delivery of payload uh and and did you ever in your wildest dreams imagine uh that that you that you and your company your amazing team could play such an incredible central role in the biggest uh, uh, theater, the biggest wartime conflict we've seen in Europe since World War II? Yeah, you never, you never know when, when it's going to come or when it shows up. Uh, and so we're, we're, we're hopeful and grateful as well. And, uh, and we'll do whatever it takes to help, uh, help make sure this is successful for the, for the people over there, for sure. Do you think we'll, um, do you think we'll be able to, uh, will, will these drones come equipped? I'm assuming they're going to come equipped with some kind of cameras, uh, some kind of visuals. Uh, you think we might get a chance to see some some good news stories in the next in the coming weeks, oh. maybe months, where we'll say, "Hey, there it is." Thermal picked up a guy on the street, a guy on the side of the road. They come Amazing. down, George deliver. You think you think that'll be possible? That that would be incredible. <laughs> you know, I you know I I, I uh, I'm embarrassed. I didn't even think of that, but man, that would be amazing. 
that would be, I think let's, the world let's, would love let's, to we'll see try. it. Yeah, let's uh, try. If, if it's possible, I think the world would love to see it. Let's yeah, talk about incredible. the business side for a second. What does this sure. do for the validation around the world? The global validation, not that you guys needed it, but you know, I mean, you guys, it seems like the dragonfly name just keeps, just keeps gaining momentum and, 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 and getting better and better. What does this mean for third-party validation then? Yeah, I think, um, so first of all, for us to be able to put a product in theater like this, uh, in the time frame that we've done and, uh, and show its robustness that, you know, it, it's got almost a year of deployment uh, in Texas and flights and all the rest of it. But for us to then be able to put this in this theater and, and to, again, to be focused on our mission of saving lives and, um, and a true medical relief drone in theater for the first time. Uh, yeah, I, I think, you, you know, to, to, as, as we come back to our commercial customers, uh, hopefully it demonstrates to them, you know, a level of competence, a level of caring, a level of, uh, of ability to execute and, so, uh, and the ability to bring a product to market. Because as you know, we have a lot of customers that come to us that say, hey, we need a drone that does X, Y, Z. And it's, it's not a drone that's out there. And so we'll, we'll you know, you know, we don't do one-offs, but, you know, we'll design a drone for a new industry. And so they're able to take that thinking and deploying it into a new industry and such. Uh, we're really hopeful that this will, will build credibility with our with our current and our and our future customers. Um, I hope we're, we're really hopeful for the whole industry, too, that it really starts to uh, um, show people that how real this is and how close this is and how much of an impact uh, that this will have. And, and in doing so, it'll open up the minds to all the additional use cases that, that will come with Dragonfly. And certainly, you know, we, we hope from brand awareness standpoint, you know, um, people associate uh, drones and Dragonfly um, with saving time, money and lives, you know, above all else. So I, I, think, it's a, I think it's a really big deal for us. From, from the order side, um, you know, it's a small order at the gate, but it's a couple hundred uh, drones behind it. Uh, there, there are some technical uh, in things that we've got to get through in order to get those sizes through, not, not engineering technical, just, you know, import, export, uh, financing, funding, you know, those types of things, all those clearances that have to happen. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I think, what we're seeing here is, is really, you know, what will be, you know, if, if, if you think that in World War II, the Jeep was the backbone of the U.S. Army or the Sherman tank was the backbone of the tank corps or whatever, that I, I think what we're about to see here is that, uh, is that our Dragonfly medical response drone is, is really going to become the backbone of medical relief in, in conflict and humanitarian aid, which would th thrill us more than anything. And we know that this is a global problem. It's a global market. Not all it, there. There aren't not every opportunity. Not not every uh, uh, problem is necessarily a theater of war. But right. we know that not. we know that this is needed in South America, in Africa, in Southeast Asia. So, uh, you know, how big of a market does this potentially open for Dragonfly now that the world? can associate the dragonfly name with going directly right into theaters theaters of conflict and be able to get the job done yeah you, you can read a lot of reports in what's called the dfr uh, drone as first responder or medical response drones and and it's any of those reports they're all kind of 10 billion annually plus as this market uh matures and um but i think but and and so yeah i i think it's you know multi-billion dollar markets that that are available to us and and certainly from a technical standpoint and from an awareness standpoint i i think that we're 
you, you know, we're leading edge, we're, we're at, which is where we want to be. And, um, and, and we've got credibility with customers that uh, that's going to allow us to deploy these things. So, so as that market ramps exponentially, which I think it will in the coming year, um, as, as we see use cases like this that are so effective and we see late lives saved and we see, you know, quite frankly, you know, how war is conducted and how humanitarian efforts are, are, are changed and conducted because of drones and, and, and how that impacts every other aspect of life um you know i i think that's really um that that's it's it's tough to identify that as as a specific market but it's certainly a multi-billion dollar market that uh that, that we're going to aim to continue to be a leader in um devil's advocate the one thing that the one problem with with situations like this or the one challenge is there's usually financial constraints Right. Uh, the people who need the help the most, unfortunately, have some financial constraints. And yes, there are organizations and so on around them that try and yeah. that, that try and help revive soldiers, Ukraine, for example. You know, how do you make sure they have the finance? How do they make sure they have the financial resources necessary to be able to 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 get all of these drones? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, RSU, Revive Soldiers Ukraine, uh, rsuukraine.org is their uh, site. Amazing organization. Uh, Elena, who heads it up uh, just late last year, was awarded the um, the top medal that a civilian Ukrainian can be awarded and, and was directly awarded it uh, by President Zelensky uh, for all the work that she's done over the 10 plus plus last years, you know, for veterans and for soldiers and for, you know, you know, creating that social net in order for people to be able to have, you know, the ability to, to get physical recovery, uh, you know, uh, from, uh, from conflicts and stuff. And so they, 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 for years, they've been providing millions and millions of dollars of support and aid. They've got clinics over, you know, uh, physical rehabilitation clinics in the Ukraine, which are currently occupied by Russian uh, forces. Um, they've got a great track record of bringing uh, uh, cases over to the U.S., um, uh, for medical relief, uh, they've they've got a you know they've got a strong balance sheet. They, their, their fundraising right now is robust, and um, uh, they've made much more large much larger purchasers that purchases than this recently. Um, but but we think that this is where where a bunch of their resources are going to continue to go. And so, but I would really encourage uh, people to to go to RS Ukraine. Uh, that's Revive Soldier Ukraine. So rsukraine.org. Um, and uh, and donate every every dollar helps them. I mean I mean they're doing it. They're doing ambulances. They're doing food. They're doing medicines. They're doing. They're just doing whatever it takes to get humanitarian aid uh, into those really hot areas, into those combat zones. And um, so uh, and uh, it's it's a it's a thrill to get to work with Irina. This this lady I've never seen a lady with so much energy and so much daring, so much passion. It's uh, it's it's an honor to be able to work with her. And that's rsukraine.org. Yes, that's correct. I'm going to make sure our guys flash that across screen. You can count on us to definitely make a contribution next 24 oh, hours, my you. friend. That's for sure. You know, it's times like this where I think sometimes also, I mean, we'll spitball for 30 seconds on something, but one of the other hats you wear is that you're 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 the CEO at CurrencyWorks, NFT, Web3 uh, company. And, you, and I, what was going through my mind is saying, maybe we can create an NFT out of each drone uh to get the nft community uh buying one you know associating an nft with and, and what that does is those funds go directly to uh, uh revive soldiers ukraine uh in order to help them afford to be able to bring in more drones hey, i was just i was just spitballing yeah. there thinking that, that i could see a potential tie in here where the nft community would almost love something like this I think, I think, yeah. Really so, uh, just a point of clarification I'm, I'm chairman at uh, Currency Works, uh, not, not CEO. Right. So, yeah. um, I had yeah, so, I mean, 
Yeah, yeah. Well, so I mean, my my CEO time is is definitely focused here on Dragonfly, and um, but uh, but at at CurrencyWorks, they do have some incredible NFT initiatives that are happening uh, with some fem- just unbelievably incredible groups out of the Ukraine. So there are some NFT initiatives coming that will be impactful uh, out of the Ukraine. So it's well, it's, and it's I didn't pretty, know that, it, right? I mean, I no, did no, not, no, I did not yeah. Know that. And they're they're being pretty quiet about it right now, but it's um, but it's re- really interesting, you know, how that digital world is is uh, is coming alive in su- in support of the, of the physical world. Well, um, what's really incredible is that you guys are able to provide unbelievable life saving technology to the citizens of Ukraine, to the soldiers of Ukraine, and and more than just life saving, hope, like you said, and the fact that. Revive Soldiers Ukraine found Dragonfly, chose Dragonfly and said, we are entrusting yeah, yeah. you with the lives and the health of our civilians and our soldiers. I think that if you notice, I didn't even ask you about what the dollar the dollar size of this deal could be worth, because I don't think that's even something we should talk. We'll talk about that another day when we're all celebrating all this. But Cam, sure. uh, congratulations, because you've always said, uh, if I remember an interview we did about, about nine months ago, you said my goal is to make Dragonfly one of the top three drone solutions, yeah. drone service company on the planet. And I yeah. mean, I, if if you're not there already, which I think you are, this has to be putting you. This has to be putting the company over the top. Well, it, it's that's so kind of you to say, George. I think we're doing the groundwork. I think we're doing the right work to be the number one or number two player in the world. And um, <clears throat> which means you've got to have the right technical products out there. You've got to be able to fit the right solutions. Um, you have to align yourself with, with the right causes. And, and I, th- I think we're doing those things. And our, and our team and our people are, are just, I mean, they're going 24 seven, they're nonstop, everybody's overworked and nobody cares because uh, you know what we are getting to do for all of our customers is really important to work. So, and um, I, I do believe we'll be that number one. We're, we're shooting for it. We're gonna, we're, we're gonna you know, go hard to be that number one or two player over, over the coming years. And I think we've got a real shot. Yeah, uh, no, no doubt about it. And I think we, we, I want to, because you kind of mentioned, but we should give a shout out to your technical team because it's them that's really that that are really making oh. this happen. Unbelievable the technology yeah. they're. De- we 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 all think ah drones they go up they see some it's just it's just not that easy right I mean and oh, fact, I mean, you guys shout out to your team if they watch this congratulations yeah. to all you guys and you've done you know as shareholders. It's great that we're building value, but man, it's amazing to be able to say my company's saving lives right now. Yeah. And and that's 100%. awesome. Con- congratulations, Ken. Can't wait to have you back. I don't know, maybe in a couple of weeks, maybe in 30 days to give sure. us an update on how it's going Anytime. and maybe even have the 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 lady at Revive Soldiers Ukraine. Maybe I, I, let, with let's us. let's do that. Let, let's yeah. do that. And let, let's, you know, hopefully we'll have some footage um uh, from that time as well which was your idea which i thought was great and uh and and i'd love to have irena on she's uh she's an inc- just an incredible visionary congratulations cam thanks for being on my friend thanks buddy you're amazing george thanks uh trust me i'm just i'm just doing the interview i'm the talking head you guys what you're doing ridiculous it's not even it's no, not even no. close man i'm so proud of you guys i really am oh thanks you're a good man to everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform. To Cameron Shell, he's the chairman and CEO of Dragonfly. Trades in both the U.S. on the NASDAQ and in Canada under the stock symbol DPRO, Deep Pro 
For those new to the store and you want to do your diligence, two easy ways to do that. First, get to the company's profile page on Agoracom. There's a lot of technology, a lot of moving parts here. So we've got it neatly summarized for you to get that good thousand foot overview of the company, pardon the pun, overview of the drone company. But then from there, once you feel comfortable, you got that knowledge, you feel great, then link over directly to the Dragonfly website. You can see it right above right above Cam, dragonfly.com. Uh, and do your deep dive due diligence. Guys, you believe in the future of drone technology. If you believe in initiatives like this, then you've got to consider Dragonfly. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. Thanks, George. Hey, guys, this podcast is over. But don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment. And then don't forget to help yourself by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform, so you will never miss another one great Agora Gomez Small Cap Podcast.